Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7. We want to read from verses 7 to 12. Amen. We've been teaching on um, the blood of Jesus for the last three weeks. We've been teaching on um, the overall topic, the blood of Jesus grants access to the blessings of God. Um, the first time we minister, we share with you concerning the, 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 the fact that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Amen. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We told you that uh, because of our redemption, the blessings of Abraham has come to us. And we share with you concerning why Abraham was unique. We told you that Abraham was unique because of his obedience to God. And because of his faith in God. Last week we share with you concerning the sevenfold blessings of Abraham. With the sevenfold blessings of Abraham. And we told you that um, God desired to give Abraham increased territory. Increased representation. Increased um, uh, um, provision. Increased influence, increase <clears throat> impact, increase uh, uh, multiplication. Amen. The sevenfold blessings of Abraham, God desired, God told Abraham, I will give you a land, I will make you a, a great nation, I will bless you, I will make your name great, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be Less. Amen. Now, last week we told you that we were going to, to share with you this week concerning releasing the blessings of Abraham. Amen. Um, now that we know what the blessings of Abraham are, it's not good enough for us to just know what the blessings are. We need to bring the blessings into our lives and into our experience. Amen. It is so important. For us to bring the blessings of Abraham into our experience. And what I'm going to share with you today, I want to encourage you to write notes, to take it down, to get the CD. Because this is the key to you having answers to your prayers. This is the key to having the blessings of God in your life. Amen. If you're in um, Matthew chapter 7, let's begin reading. Matthew chapter 7. I want to read from 7 to 12. Amen. Let's stand and let's read together. Amen. We love to stand to honor the word of God. Amen. And read. At the count of two, we'll all read together. One, two. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks find. To him who knocks it will be open. Of what man is it among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophet. 
Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you, O oh God, for the revelation of your word. We pray, O oh God, by your spirit that everyone under the sound of my voice will receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save their souls. We pray, O oh God, we come against the works of darkness to steal this word. Devil, we bind you. We destroy your plans. We release the power of God in this place. Thank you, O oh God, for the promise that every time we speak your word, transformation will take place. Healing will take place. Deliverance will take place. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are faithful and true. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks find. And to him who knocks, it will be opened unto you. Now, this cannot be any more clever than how it is spelled out here in the scripture. Jesus was telling us that if we ask him, we will receive. If we seek him, we will find. If we not, it will be open. Amen? And so, what he is saying to us, he is giving us a formula concerning how to receive from him. Amen? A story is told of a a businessman who were believing God for um, some uh, a large sum of money in order for him to do a deal. And this businessman decided to go to church. And when he went to church, he knelt down in the same pew that he was um, there. He knelt down to pray. And as he began to pray, there was another man who was standing by him praying also. And this man was praying, and he, this man was praying, Lord Give me a hundred dollars that I may be able to take care of a need. And the businessman looked at this man and put his hand in his pocket and put a hundred dollars in this man's um, 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 hands as he was praying. This man, when he received the hundred dollars, opened his eyes, saw the hundred dollars, got up, rejoiced, and began to run out of the church and thank God and glorify God. Um, after the man left, the businessman said to him, he said, God, now that I get your full attention, Listen to my prayer. Amen. And you see, so many of us, we think that, that God is somehow distracted when we are praying. Because there are many people who are calling upon the name of the Lord. Amen. And we feel that maybe God is distracted or maybe God is not listening. But I have news for you. God is listening. And according to Jesus, if you ask, if you seek, and if you knock, you will receive what God desires for you to have. Amen? Now, Jesus used three action words. He used asking, not, I mean seeking, and knocking. And all three of those words are action words. And they are intense, the, the intensity are different. Asking is intensified. Seeking is more than asking. And knocking is even more than seeking and asking. Amen? So, so I want to share with you how you can experience the blessings of God in your life. Now, let's look at um, 
they, we know the blessings, we know the sevenfold blessings of Abraham, and we want to bring them into our uh, um, experience. Or there are things that God has spoken unto you that you have been believing for, and that God has spoken unto you, and dreams that you have, and you, you believe in God for, and I want to show you and share with you how you can get the answer. Hallelujah. How you can receive the tangible manifestation. Of God's power. Take out some of the tribal people. I mean, how can you get the tangible manifestation of God's power? Now, turn with me in First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles is one of those books that way in the, at the beginning of the Bible. This is First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles. Amen. Hallelujah. First Chronicles chapter 4. Let's read verse 9. Hallelujah. Give me a little more value. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. Amen. Verse 9 says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez because she said, I bore him in pain. And Jabez called upon the name of the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you may bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, and that your hand may be with me, and that you may keep me from evil, and that I may not cause pain. So God granted what he requested. Say God granted what he requested. Say God granted what he requested. Now let's, let's look at what Jabez asked. Amen. The Bible says Jabez was born in pain. Amen. His mother named him pain. Amen. Um, because for some reason, whatever the situation is okay. Whatever the situation was, um, during Jabez's birth, it brought a lot of pain to this family and so his mother named him pain. Amen. But the Bible says at some point in Jabez's life, Jabez called upon the name of the Lord. Amen. And the Bible says, Jabez called upon the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, and he said to God, Oh, that you may bless me indeed, that you may enlarge my territory, that your hands may be upon me, and that I may not cause pain. And God answered. Say, God answered. Now, why did God answer? Notice what Jabez called, what Jabez asked for was what God has already released to the children of Israel through Abraham. What did I say to you last year? I mean, last week. I said one of the blessings of Abraham is what? Increase what? Territory, right? Right? I told you one of the, the another blessings of Abraham was increased provision, right? I told you another blessings of Abraham was uh, that you would become a blessing, right? Amen. So what Jabez was asking for, Jabez was saying, I am a covenant person. I am a covenant child. Lord, let your covenant be well in my life. Hello? And the Bible says God granted it. Amen? So the first thing that we need to do in order to release the blessings of God in our lives, we need to ask. Say to your neighbor, say 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 ask. Say to your neighbor, ask. 
If you don't ask, you will not receive. Amen. The Bible says, Jabal asked. He prayed to the name of the Lord. He prayed to the God of Israel. And that, that word ask also means to pray. Amen. He prayed to the God of Israel. Amen. So the first thing that we need to do in order to release the blessings of God in our lives, we need to pray. We need to ask God for the blessings. Amen. So let's practice. Say, God, give me increased territory. Lord, cause me to increase in my representation of you. God, cause me to have increased provision. Lord, cause me to make a mighty impact. Lord, cause me to increase in everything I do. Lord, cause me to multiply in myself. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus asked God and because he asked God, God granted. Amen. Now, let me give you an insight concerning what Jesus said in this particular passage. Jesus said, ask and it will be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. Now, in the Greek, there are two kinds of tenses that are used. There is the arius tense and the uh, uh, present uh, 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 imperative tense. In this particular one, it was the present progressive tense that Jesus used. In essence, what Jesus was saying, ask and keep asking, seek and keep seeking, knock and keep knocking. In essence, what Jesus was saying to his disciples continuously ask until you receive. Continuously seek until you find. Continuously knock until it is open unto you. Amen? Now, the Bible did not tell us how long Jabez prayed. But what the Bible did tell us, that Jabez prayed and Jabez received the request. Say amen. Say Jabez prayed and he received the request. Now, you know, the Bible has told us, amen, that, that we are not different from those in the, in the Bible. Amen. We are not different. We have the same, they are the same passions like us. So, if Jabez could pray and God could answer him, we can pray and God answer us. Amen. Hallelujah. In fact, in Isaiah, this is how Isaiah records it. Amen. Isaiah records the whole attitude of praying in Isaiah chapter 62. Amen. Turn to Isaiah 62. Hallelujah. Isaiah 62. This is how Isaiah records it. Hallelujah. Isaiah 62. Isaiah 62. Verse 1, he says, For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as the brightness and her salvation as the lamb 
that burns. Amen. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest or I will not stop praying until her righteousness go forth as the morning and her, 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 her um, salvation goes as the dawning of the day. And so what, in essence, what Isaiah was saying in this particular passage, I will not stop asking until I see the physical manifestation of God. Hello? Amen? I will not stop believing God. I will not stop depending on God. I will not stop asking God until I see the physical manifestation. Amen? And so we as believers, in order for us to get the, the blessings or the release of God in our lives, we need to ask. And we need to keep on asking. Amen? The problem with some of us is that we ask one time and we stop asking. Amen? And because we stop asking, we fail to put the kind of tenacity in our asking and we miss the result. Amen? But God says, Jesus said, ask and continual asking. Seek and continual seeking, not and continual knocking. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, turn to Psalm chapter 2. Psalm chapter 2. Remember I said to you, Jabez received the blessings of God because Jabez acts according to the covenant of God. And this is something that is so critical for us. Amen. Jabez asks God according to the covenant, according to what God had already declared in Abraham. Remember, God said to Abraham, I will bless you. I will make you a great, I mean, uh, make you a great nation. I will make your name great. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the eye shall be blessed. And then God passed on the blessings to Abraham's son Isaac. Isaac passed on the blessing to his son Jacob. Jacob passed on the blessing to the children of Israel. Amen. Do you see the, the, the progression? The blessing was upon the children of Israel. Now the children of Israel were everyone who were born in the family of Israel. Hello? Say amen if you hear me. Say amen. Now Jabez was a part of the children of Israel. Hello? You need to hear me, child of God. The blessings of God has been passed on. That's why the Bible tells us in Galatians, Christ, Jesus Christ, has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord so that the blessings of Abraham can be passed on to us. Now that the blessings of Abraham can be passed on to us, we now need to ask based on the covenant. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. The blessings of God we can ask based on the covenant that we have with God. Amen. We are covenant people. We are covenant children. And because we are covenant children, we can ask based on our covenant. And the Bible says, when we ask, it shall be ours. Amen. Hallelujah. It is your inheritance. Now, in Psalm chapter 2, verse 8, God speaking to Jesus, 
And Jesus to the church. He said, ask of me. Say, ask of me. God is saying again, ask. He said, ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. Amen. Hallelujah. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. So what God was saying to Jesus, ask. What Jesus is saying to us, ask. What we are saying, ask. If you ask and keep asking, you will receive the breakthrough that God has for you. Amen. You will receive it. Amen. Don't ask today and forget to ask tomorrow. Ask and keep asking. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says it's a continuous thing. Ask and keep asking. Amen. Ask continually. Keep asking. Keep on asking. Amen. Now you know that to ask, it requires an action. If you just keep quiet, you won't get it. But the Bible says, ask. Hello? Say ask. Say to your neighbor, say ask. Say to your neighbor, say ask. Now, in James chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, the Bible tells us that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. Amen? Say the effectual fervent prayer. Now, notice what the, 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 the Bible says, the effectual, say effectual. Now, something that is effectual or something that is effective, that means that something that has the ability to get results. Right? Amen. Right? Right? That's something that has the ability to get results. Right? Amen. So, if it has the ability to get results, the Bible says the prayer that has the ability to get results. Hello? That's why you say the effectual prayer. Right? The prayer that has the ability to get results. But then he did not only say effectual prayer. He said fervent prayer. Say fervent prayer. Say fervent prayer. Now that word fervent means full of fire. Passionate. You see, I can tell you that if you don't pray passionately now, there comes a time that you pray passionately. Because everybody in our lives, one time or the other, we have prayed passionately. You know when? Sometimes you pray passionately when your, your children are sick or when you face danger. You pray, pray, the fire comes down from heaven right away. Amen? Why? And what God is saying, pray like that all the time. Oh, man, church. Church. God is saying, if you want to get the kind of results that you need to get, pray with fire all the time. Pray with passion all the time. Pray to get results all the time. Don't just pray, Lord, lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep it. If I die, she die. So before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul. No, that's not the kind of prayer to pray. Pray like you mean it to get results. Amen? Pray with fire. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible shows us, Elijah pray with fire. Elijah got results. Hello? 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 Pray with fire, you will get results. That's what God is saying. Pray with fire. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So the first thing that we need to do is to do what? Ask and keep asking. Just like uh, uh, um, Elijah, just like uh, um, Isaiah, just like Jesus said, just like Jabez, 
We say we should pray consistently, continuously, and it will come to pass. Amen. There's a story of um, Josh Mueller. I don't know if you know of him. There's a great man of God that uh, God used mightily to start orphanages. And uh, um, according to, to, to history, he was the person who got every one of his prayers answered. Now, that's a, that's a big thing, Michelle. There's a lot of people who, who they pray, they don't even know what to pray for. And you ask them the next day. They don't even, but he got every one of his prayers answered. Say amen. An interviewer asked him one time, towards the end of his life, he was about 90-something years old, and he asked him, or interviewing him, he said, Mr. Mueller, we, we have a statistic because he was the person who joined his prayer. He had all the different questions answered. And he, he asked him, he said, we heard that you, uh, you have all your prayers answered. Uh, most of the time you pray, God answered. He said, yes. Oh, man. He said, yes, every prayer I have prayed, God answered. And just before the reporter could say, say something else, he said, but wait, there is one prayer that I have been praying for years and I have not seen the manifestation yet, but I know God has answered. And so it, it, the story is told that Josh Mueller passed away and the prayer he was praying was for his son, his friend's son to get born again. He passed away. And that was the only prayer that was left on his prayer list that has not come true. He passed away at his funeral. The minister was preaching his friend's friend, son, walked up and gave his life to Christ. Amen? Now, guess what? When, he, when George Mueller reached to heaven, Jesus said, guess what, George? You missed one. <laughs> Amen? At his funeral, Amen. So, so there was a man who believed God. It was said one time, one, one, one story about him, it was said he, he, he was traveling because you know he was going around and, and starting off this so he was, he was leaving from one place to the other. And when he was leaving, he, he, he had put in for a chair for his wife because um, he want, she needed that chair. She had asked him and he had put in and he wanted to make sure that this chair was coming. So he called the office whether they had shipped the chair, you know, doing those days, you had to ship things and stuff. So he was at another place. And so he was supposed to board the ship to go. And uh, um, he asked, they said they, 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 they were shipping, they were going to be on time. So it was late. It was right around the time that he was supposed to board the ship. And so all of his friends were saying, Mr. Mueller, we need to go. He said, no, God has, I have prayed. And God told me that my chair chair for my wife is going to be here before I board the ship. And if it was come, it was 20 minutes to the time he said, I know it will come. Everybody was saying, no, I don't think it will come. The postman has already gone. It would not make it and, and all of that. No ship has docked and what have you, the chair, chair will not come. Two minutes to the time for him to get in the ship for the ship to start. There was a postman came running. Mr. Mueller, Mr. Mueller, package, package, package. When he put the package down, it was the chair. Everybody else, oh, wow, 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 you have my faith. He said, I knew my God will answer. I knew my God will answer. You see, we need 
to come to the place where when we ask God, we believe that God will answer. Amen. And that's why the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man avail much. Now, number two, he says seek, say seek. Now, the word seek also carries a connotation to pursue. Amen. Now, asking is good, but seeking is greater than asking because seeking includes asking plus actions. Hello? If you are seeking, you are asking, but you get up and you go look for it. Amen? Amen? Seeking is more. Jesus says, ask, but Jesus also says, seek. Amen? So what Jesus is saying, although you are asking, put some action in your asking and go look for the thing. Oh man, you, 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 you need to hear me. What Jesus is saying, put some Sit in the thing and get up and go seek it. Amen. Now, this is how I want to, 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 to help us. Amen. The, 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 the word seek means to earnestly desire. Earnestly desire. Amen. It means to fervently crave for. If you are seeking something, you are craving for that thing. Amen. And you are craving for that thing as if without that thing, you will survive. Hello? Now, this is what God said. You ask, Lord, bless me. Increase my territory. But now, Lord, that you have answered, because I know when I ask God answer, I'm going and I'm walking because the Bible says, wherever my feet shall tread, I shall possess. I'm seeking, but this is what I want you to understand. When the Bible talks about seeking, it's not so much of seeking the thing. It is, a, it is seeking the one who is able to give you the thing. It's not so much of looking for the territory, but looking for the God who is able to release the territory to you. Amen. So the Bible tells us, seek. Say seek. He said, not, I mean, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. So it is pursuing the one who is able to give you the thing. Amen? Now, how do you seek or pursue the one or have the strong desire to gain the thing? Now, it is like a sense of desperation. Give you an example. Remember Hannah? Remember Hannah? Hannah was married to Akina. Hannah was married to a husband who loved her. Hannah when with her husband every year to, to worship God at the temple of Jerusalem. But Hannah had a mate during those days. Hannah had a, 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 a mate, somebody who both of them were married. And the Bible says Hannah was barren, but Penina was not. Penina had children. And so Hannah was pleading to God and begging God to give her, to open her womb, to give her children. And for years they went to Worship God and they came back. For years they went to worship. They came back. They went one year. They went two years. Three years. They would go to worship God. They would come back. One year Hannah decided, wait a minute. I'm tired just asking. I need to seek. Amen. It's not sufficient for me to just ask. I need to seek the one who is able to give me what I'm looking for. Amen. So the Bible says that particular day. 
after Hannah and her family finished having, making the meal and everything, her husband said to her, eat. She said, no. She said, wait a minute. No eating. I want you to, I, 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 I want to go to the temple. So she went, the Bible says she went to the temple and right at the altar of the temple, she began to cry unto God. She began to cry to Jesus. She began to beg God. She began to plead with God. She began to pray. And the Bible recalls her prayer. She said, Lord, I have been praying for this child. But I want to make a bargain with you today. If you give me a son. Remember, she didn't ask for a daughter. She said, I want a son. Now, why was it important for a son? Because those days when you born a son, it means that you have the attention of your husband. She said, Lord, if you give me a son, I will give him back to you. Now, she didn't tell her husband. She said, God, if you give me this son, he's yours. The Bible says that Eli the priest saw him, saw her. And he said to her, because her mouth was moving, he said, look, put away your wine. And move in there, you know. Move in there. And she said, no, 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 no. Master, my Lord, I'm not a drunken woman. I'm not a, 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 a sinful person. It is the anguish of my soul. It is the anguish of my heart that I'm seeking the Lord for this. And the, the, the priest said, let it be done. The Bible tells us that Hannah got up, washed her face, ate. Why? Because she sought the Lord. And God's man said to her, it is done. The Bible tells us, Hannah went home. Hannah did what she needed to do. Hannah came, and the Bible says the same time, she bore a son. She called his name Samuel. Because she said, I got him from the Lord. She gave him back to God. God used Samuel as the next and the first prophet. The one that, that broke the line of the priesthood and became the prophet and a judge. God changed things around. And Samuel, the Bible says, his words were so mighty to God and to the people of God that the word of Samuel did not fall to the ground. Now, I don't know what you think about it, but what it means is that everyone who listened to Samuel believed. When you begin to seek, when you begin to fo focus on God, when you get up and go after God, the Bible tells me when you go after God, God has to answer you. Say seek. Say seek. Say seek. Amen. So what happened? Hannah was desperate. And Hannah decided it is not sufficient for me to just ask. You see, I can be here and I can ask. Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. I can stay here and ask. But if I need to seek, I need to get up and go. Hello? I need to do something about my asking. I'm still asking, Lord, bless me, but I'm looking. Now, let me help you. The Bible tells us that that, 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 that Every great man of God were people who were desperate for God. Give me an example. Jacob, I will talk about him later on. But the Bible talks about Jacob that one time Jacob wrestled with God, right? Until day. He was desperate enough to get a breakthrough and he did not leave God until day, right? 
The Bible also talks about David. David said, one thing I desire, Psalm 27, 4, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. What David was saying, I want this. I want God. I want to experience his presence, but I will not sit at home. I will get up and I will go to God. I will find God. I will inquire. I will ask how far well is God. I will talk about God. I will search the scriptures about God. I will find out who God is. I will search him. Amen. Seek him. Amen. Paul, Paul, the apostle Paul, the Bible says, Paul said, all the things that Paul had, he considered all of them garbage compared to the excellencies of the knowledge of Christ. Now, talk about Paul, man. Paul, the man was educated. The man called himself the Pharisee of the Pharisee. That means he was the A. He was summa cum laude in his class. Amen? He was the best of the best, the cream of the cream. Amen? He was smart. Yet, the Bible says he put everything down. He said, for Jesus' sake, they are garbage. Amen? Now, this is what God said. This is what God said. God says, Jesus said it this way. Jesus said it this way. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Say when we say seek ye first. Say first. Say first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now, let me help you. If you are seeking the kingdom of God, guess what? In the kingdom of God, there is a king. In the kingdom of God, there is a king. And if you are seeking the kingdom, you have to seek the king. Because the king is the most important person in the kingdom. Hello? Amen. So the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Notice it didn't say your righteousness. It said his righteousness and all say all. Say all. Whatever you're looking for, it will be added to you. Amen? Now let me help you. Let me give you an Old Testament comparison. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20, God said, my son, attend to my word. Say attend. Now that word means to pay attention. Hello? Hello? It means to pay attention. Amen? So what God is saying is, pay attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Keep them in the midst of my heart, in your heart. For they are life to those who find their health to all the flesh. In essence, what God was saying in this is, get my undivided attention. Hello? What it means? It means that if I'm asking God for him to bless me, and I'm seeking God. Hello? Because I'm asking him and I'm seeking him. What it means is that I'm coming in God's presence. Because you can't get God's attention if you're not in his presence. Hello? I'm coming in his presence and I'm captivating his attention. Now, to captivate somebody's attention means for somebody to stop. Remember the man who prayed, the businessman? 
He gave them other names. His blessings gave, gave up the answer to prayer, right? If this is your answer, you're praying for $100, this is it. Now, God, I have your undivided attention. For me to captivate God's attention, I need to be in his presence, and I need to be at something that God will stop and look. Hello? Now, let me help you. You see, the Bible is full of those things. The Bible is full. Amen. The Bible, the Bible is full of things that, 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 that cause God, okay, to, to, to stop. Amen? The first thing that, that, that the Bible talks about one time, God told a man, Abraham, to offer his son, right? And the Bible says that Abraham was offering Isaac. And when Abraham was about to offer Isaac, the Bible says the angel of the Lord shouted from heaven. So God was attentive, right? God stopped everything he was doing in heaven. Stood up and said, Abraham. Hello? Now, what was said about Abraham that captivated God's attention? He was obedient to God. He was fully surrendered. Amen? He was fully surrendered. So when you are obedient and fully surrendered, God is attentive to you. Amen? But then there is another woman in the book of uh, of Matthew chapter 8. Amen? This little woman, the Bible says she heard about Jesus. Amen? She has suffered for 12 years. Amen? With the issue of blood. And she heard about Jesus and she said to herself, if I should get touching, I will be whole. And the Bible says this woman came in the middle of the crowd and she touched Jesus. When she touched Jesus, the Bible says Jesus stopped. He said, who touched me? Hello? He said, who touched me? And, and Peter and the rest of the disciples said, wait a minute, Jesus, all these people are touching you. How come you actually said, no, 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 somebody touched me. Somebody touched me with faith. Amen? So what catches God's attention is faith. Hello? Faith catches God's attention. Amen? Then it talks about another woman. Another little woman. Okay? In the, in the, in the book of Kings. Amen? The Bible talks about the, the, the woman at the, 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 the woman of Zarephath. Amen? The Bible tells us that that Elijah, God sent Elijah to this widow woman, right? And the Bible says when God sent Elijah to this woman, widow woman, Elijah met her. She was making steaks. And the Bible says Elijah said to her, woman, can I have a cup of water? She said, sure. She was going for the water. And then Elijah said, woman, can you make me some cake? And Elijah said to her, I mean, the woman said to Elijah, sir, man of God, as surely as you lay and as God lays, I have only a little bit of flour and a little bit of oil to make a cake for my son and I, and after that we die. Hello? Now the prophet now. Can you imagine a woman say that? The prophet. The prophet said to her, let it be so. But you go and give me first. Now, many people will say, well, the man, man is insensitive. The other pastor is insensitive. But there was a principle that he was about to teach her. You have to give God first. You have to seek God first. Amen. And he, she said, he said, you do for me first. And then after that, as long as the Lord lives, the bowel of oil and the bam of, of, of wheat will not fail. Amen. The Bible says she went. Now, the, nowhere in the Bible did they say that as soon as the woman went, there was a big barrel of wheat and a big 
jar of oil. The Bible did not say that. But she dipped her cup in the, in the bowl, fit for the prophet. She didn't know that Mo would be there, but when she dipped to fix for her son, it was there. And the Bible says for three and a half years, the flour did not fill and the oil did not run out. She caught God's attention. She gave God back. When you and I are generous and we give to God, God releases his blessing to us. Amen? Uh, uh, what, what, what else? What else? What else? You remember the, the, the Syrophoenician woman? You remember her? Syrophoenician. You know, the, the, the woman who, who daughter was demon-possessed. Who went to Jesus and started to say, Lord, have mercy on me. And Jesus didn't pay all my answer. After a while, the Bible says, Jesus said, it is not good to give the children's bread to dogs. You remember that story?
you quit in being his presence. Amen. If it, if it, if it costs you to, to seek God all the days of your life for one miracle, seek him. Hello? Amen. Because the Bible says seek and keep seeking. Hello? That's what Jesus said. Seek and keep seeking. Amen. Seek him for, for seek his presence. Amen. And last but not the least, Jesus said, knock. Say, knock. Say, knock. Now, Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Ask and keep asking. Seek and keep seeking. Knock and keep knocking. Now, remember I told you, asking is the beginning, but it has intensity. It's an action. Seeking is asking plus action. Right? You ask and you get up and you go do something. You seek the one who has the power to give you the breakthrough. Right? Knocking is asking plus action plus perseverance. Say perseverance. Say perseverance. <laughs> the person who knocks says, till kingdom come. I'm not going. I say I'm going. That he shall see me. One door is closed, I'll find another door. Hello? The, the window is closed, I'll jump through the door. The door is closed, I'll go through the window. I mean, the wall is, 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 is deep. I'll go around the wall. If the wall is there, I can't go around the wall. i go over the wall. I can't go over the wall. I'll break it down. Go. Amen? It says knock and keep knocking. It means that you are persistent. You will not quit until you get it. You will not give up. Amen? You are persistent. You are steadfast in getting that wish you desire. Like the story of Jacob. Amen. The Bible tells us about Jacob. Jacob was a, what, what faced the, the situation where his brother was, a, was coming. Amen. And Jacob was afraid. He was afraid because Esau, his brother, he had cheated his brother and he knew the consequences. Because his brother had said before that I would kill Jacob. Right? And so Jacob was afraid. And not only was, it, was he afraid, but the Bible tells us that the Jacob's servants came back to Jacob and told Jacob that Esau is coming with 400 men. 440 men. So Jacob was really, really, really afraid. Now, Jacob could have devised a plan, gave people arms to defend himself. But he didn't do that. He chose to follow the rule of generosity. Gifts. The Bible says your gift will make way for you. He chose to follow it, right? Send gifts ahead of himself. But he knew that gifts alone could not do it. He needed God. Only God could change the situation. So the Bible says he sent his servants ahead. He sent his wives ahead. He sent his children ahead. And he decided, I will seek the Lord. I will knock on his door today until the God who made covenant with me come and show up. And the Bible says he began to pray, Lord, you are the one who caused me to go to to, 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 to Lebanon, come back, and you promise that that you will be with me and you will cause my descendants to inhabit this land. And as he began to recount the covenant, the Bible says Jacob wrestled with the Lord all night. Hello? That means he was praying all night. 
Not wrestling. Spiritual warfare. Hello? Spiritual warfare. You're praying. Amen? You're wrestling. Amen? There were some issues in Jacob that needed to be removed. Amen? There are some things in us that sometimes God wants to remove. And it will not just come just by asking, oh God, please bless me. God said, why don't you get out and come sit here, come in my presence. And when you get in my presence and stay there, why don't you allow me to do some things with you? Amen. To remove some things from you. Amen. Why don't you allow me to put some, some, some patience in your character? Some perseverance, some, 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 some champion characteristics in you. To realize that you know that in spite of what happens, Lord, I'm for you. I'm yours. Regardless of it. Amen. And the Bible says that Jacob wrestled with God. Now, the, the ability for Jacob to hold on to God for the entire night tells us that Jacob desired this blessing too much. Hello? Now, according to theologians, the person that Jacob wrestled with was Jesus Christ. The pre-incarnate Christ. Hello? He was the pre-incarnate Christ. And this is what the angel of the Lord said to him. He said, because you have power with God and you prevail. He wrestled with God and prevailed. Okay? Prevailed over God. Okay? In essence, what he was saying that you, you were able to hold on and you refused to give up. In essence, what you were saying, if you look at it literally, you were strong. Strong men refuse to give up. Hello? That's what knocking does. Knocking goes beyond asking and seeking. Knocking is that you find a door and you stand at the door and you knock the, at the door and you knock at the door and you knock at the door and nobody answering and you keep knocking at the door and you say somebody is behind the door they have my answer I am not leaving until I receive this answer I keep knocking Jesus recorded in Luke he said even if you have a friend pastor and you go to your friend at the middle of the night and say give me something your friend will say no I'm with my children. I'm asleep. Go away. But if you keep knocking, though he will not do it because of your friendship, he will do it because of your knocking. What is he saying? There are some things that will happen to you because of your persistence. It will break forth over you. Hello? There are some blessings that will come to you and it will come only because of your persistence. There are some things that will come into your life only because of your persistence. Let me give you an example. People who succeed are people who never quit. How many of you have graduated from high school? You've graduated from high school. Now, if you, have, if you quitted in the 10th grade when you have graduated, but you graduated, so it showed that you did not quit. Right? Graduated from college. If you are quitted in the first year of school, will you have graduated? No. Success comes to those who refuse to quit. This, this man, John Hickey, you know John Hickey, the televangelist in um, um, San Antonio? 
understand to look up to. He said this way. He said when he was eight years old, his mother had told him, "Say, son, I'm about to teach you a very, very great lesson that will help you the rest of your life." She said to him, "You are a hippies. Be brave now. Quit. Quitting is not an option." Stay excited. She said, You're going to make money today. He was stay excited. And she told him, She said, You, I will teach you perseverance because we in this family, we do not quit. I mean, eight year old boy, you stay excited. You know what your mom was talking about. She said, I'm taking you to make some money. And he was keep asking her, Oh, how much money? How much money? She took him to the store. She said, You can make all the money you want to make. Gave him to his man to go pick cotton. When he went to this man, the man said, You see, what I want to let you know, you got a bed. And he gave him the bed. He said, The bed was bigger than his bed. <laughs> she said, He said, As long as you can hold this bed and as many beds that is you can say, you get one dollar an hour. He was excited. He had never made 10 cents an hour. But he was making one dollar an hour. He was excited. But then he realized that when he got on the cutting field to pick cotton, it was not something that you just root, 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 root. You got to pick it and put it in. One by one, he was picking. He realized how much time it took to fill that head. And after that, after a while, he started to sweat. Then he realized that one of the first lessons to learn about perseverance is that it begins with you sweating. If you are not willing to sweat, you cannot persevere. Hello? There are some things you will not get from God until you are willing to sweat. Hello? Now, does it mean that God wants all of us to sweat? No, but sometimes God teaches us to sweat. You see, because God knows that if he gives you something very easily, some of us will just blow it and we'll never show up. Hello? Some of you are just waiting for that break. As soon as the break comes, I say, Obi, goodbye. <laughs> that's all you're waiting for. But that's not what God wants to teach you. Hello? God wants to teach you to stick in there. To continue to be a blessing. Hello? God wants you to persevere. Amen? And those who persevere are those who receive the victory. Look at all the great inventions that happened. Look at this man, Thomas Edison. Okay? He invented the light bulb. For him. Because of him, we can, we can look at light. We can, we can live in the light instead of in the dark. When he was going through all the different tests, Somebody told him, don't worry yourself. Men are made to live in darkness. He refused. He refused to accept the fact that men 
are late to believe in darkness. He refused. One a reporter interviewed him after he had failed uh, uh, 5,000 times. He had done so many different experiments and he had failed, seemed to fail. The reporter asked him, Mr. Jefferson, I mean, Mr. Edison, why are you keep doing this? Why are you wasting money, wasting resources? He said, wait a minute, young man. You don't understand. I have found 5,000 ways not to do it. Oh, man, you, don't, you didn't get me. He, he did not say, I have failed 5,000 times. He said, I have found 5,000 ways not to do it. You understand me? 5,000 ways not to do it. Why? Because he realized that every experiment was an experiment closer. Thank God he did not fail. We'll still be in Lanto. Hmm? Firewood, putting on the wall. Now we have light, we flip the switch, and sometimes we don't even think about it. But he refused to quit. He refused to quit. Amen. People who quit cannot see the bright of the day. Amen. Now, perseverance also is sustained by purpose. Say purpose. You see, if I know what God has called me for and I know the reason for why he's called me, I'll persevere. Hello? If you don't have a purpose, you will, you will quit. But if you have a purpose, you persevere. If you know this is not the best, this is not all there is to, to life. God has more for you, you will persevere. Hello? You persevere. You see, there are many people who, who came, became a, 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 a successful because of a sudden setback. The man who started Johnson & Johnson, the great company with Palmolive and all of the, the big companies. You know how did he start? He was fired. Now you would think that somebody got a pink slip. They would start moping and crying and finding jobs and what have you. He was fired from his job. What Disney was fired. Disney World, the whole Disney empire was, it was because they were fired. You know what they fired him for? They told him, they say he was not creative enough. Now the guy who fired him, he's probably shooting himself on the foot. Amen? <laughs> right. He's not creative. Yeah, right. He's not creative. Man, man, multi-billionaire. Amen? We're fired. So setbacks is not all. It's not a reason to quit. Because the door is closed doesn't mean you should quit. You keep knocking until you break it down. Or you can't find it, find another door. Jump through the window, do something. God wants you to knock. Hello? Refuse to quit. Amen? You have a purpose. Come on, man. God made me. God made me more than a conqueror. Amen? Circumstances cannot stop me. Hello? Hello? Why are you quitting on yourself? God made you more than a conqueror. You know what more than a conqueror means? And somebody explain it this way, like a boxer. Evangel Holyfield or Mark Tyson. Okay, I didn't know you were not married when you were in the but if I, <laughs> Muhammad Ali or Joe, Joe Freese or, or, or Joe Lewis, they went in the ring in the box. They got beaten in their brains and everything. Now Muhammad Ali, you know, he, he, he can't even move around. I mean, they got beaten. 
But then they have a morning of conqueror at home, a five foot two wife who sits down and just wash and chair them. And they come home with the billions and millions of dollars and give it to her. And she didn't fight, she didn't get any blow, but she eats all the money. She's more than a conqueror. That's what the Bible says you are. Jesus fought the battle, beat the devil, blotted him out, drank him over the other round, and gave you the victory. Why are you quitting? You are more than a conqueror. See, that's the attitude you need to have. Amen. It is always too soon to quit. Hello? It's always too soon to quit. I mean, just the, the minute you want to quit, just realize it's too soon. It's too soon to quit. I got both. You see, one of the things that helped me, let me tell you a secret. One of the things that helped me, God said in his word, he will not give you anything that you do not have. You cannot bear. Hello? That means whatever comes to you, whether it is hard on your flesh or not, you can bear it. And if you can bear it, you can overcome. Hello? You can overcome. Amen? You can overcome it. Some of it, my circumstance and your circumstance may be different. Because the things you go into, I can bear it. But the things I'm going through, you can bear it. Hello? But what you go going through, God will only allow you to go through it because you can, you can bear it. And not only that, the Bible says he provided a way of escape. That means in this, oh man, you need to know, in the trials, in the circumstance, in the problems, whatever you're going through, God uses that problem and make a way of escape in that problem. That's what Corinthians says. He said, with the temptation, he makes a way of escape. That means the God who makes lemon into lemonade. Don't quit. It's too, it's too soon. Amen? You see, perseverance is a decision. You have to decide that I will be, you know, I remember <laughs> when we came to Virginia, um, the first couple of years, it was booming. Oh, we were enjoying life. Amen? And after a while, we moved, my family and I, we moved to purchase a house. And we stopped commuting from Maryland. And we're here now. We settled in and things were, were going fine. And all of a sudden, it seems like hell broke loose. And I remember one day I was praying and seeking God. And the thought just dropped in my spirit. I am an owner of this land. You know when you buy a house, that piece of ground is yours. Hello? It's yours. And the Bible says, where your feet tread, you shall possess, right? And so, I was attempted to, to begin to find out, but God, why did you bring me? I, I realized I'm an owner. And then I realized, I said, oh, wait a minute, devil. You're too late. You waited until I bought property. You see, I'm not, I'm not renting. Hello? If I'm renting, I can just park my family and go. But I people have. Hello? But that's yours. You have property. I said, devil, you're too late. I own the land. Say, I own the land. And because I own the land, it's mine. I have to succeed in this place. Now, also you, we own this place. This church, we own it. You own, you are part owner of this ground in Virginia. Hello? And the devil is too late. So somebody has to vacate 
and that's not me. Hello? Just listen. Trust your heart. Because your heart will persist. That's why you persevere. That's why you are persistent. The Bible, I'll, I'll end with this story. You remember the, 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 the story Jesus told in Luke chapter 18 about a widow woman who went to the judge, the, uh, the um, unjust judge, you remember? The unjust judge said to, um, to the woman, no, I'm not going to help you. The Bible says the woman kept going every day. And I want to say, Michelle, she was going in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening. She was making sure by the time, before the judge got in, she was there. Before he went for lunch, she was there. Before he left, she was there. And the Bible says that this judge said to himself, although I don't fear God, and I don't fear regard men, but because this woman keeps coming every lunchtime, every morning, every afternoon, I have to help her, or else she will drive me crazy. Now, what you are saying, what you are saying, this persistence of this woman release her blessing. Now, Jesus said it this way. God is not like that. God is not like this unjust judge. God is willing to help his people every time. But, to teach a lesson about this woman, this woman refused to give up. She kept knocking until she got an answer. She knocked until she got an answer. You and I need to knock how do you get your release? The release of the blessings in your life? Jesus tells us, ask, seek, knock. Say it with me. Say, ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Now, when do you stop? You don't. You don't stop until you get the manifestation. Right? So how will you get your blessing? Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking until you get the manifestation. Whatever you want from God, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Let's take our seat.